Today I am privileged to have with me in the studio my good friend Deidre Green. Deidre is a New Orleans, Louisiana native. She lives in Atlanta with her two children, Stephanie and Miles, and she works for the Center for Disease Control and Prevention as a public health advisor. Welcome to the studio, Deidre. It's great to have you here. Thank you for the opportunity. All oh, right. It's a pleasure. Thanks, thanks, thanks. Uh, we're going to jump right into things. Uh, can you tell us a little bit more about your educational background and the work that you do for the CDC? So I... Um, 1975, I traveled to Northfield, Minnesota to attend St. Olaf College. Mm -hmm. It is a real college. <laughs> uh, with the intentions of uh, majoring in um, health education. Mm -hmm. So health has been in the background, mm -hmm. but it was going to be at the teaching level. Right. Once I graduated, did some student teaching, I decided that mm, that wasn't going to be for me. I mm -hmm. uh, wanted to be able to approach it from a larger level. Mm -hmm. So in 1981, entered the uh, public health field by joining the Centers for Disease Control, mm -hmm. um, specifically working in infectious diseases, mm -hmm. primarily STD, HIV later back wow. in 83, mm -hmm. and then also TB, mm -hmm. assigned to work with the state state health departments in Louisiana, first in Louisiana, mm -hmm. later in the state of California, every mm -hmm. area except Los Angeles right. and San Francisco, onto D.C., and then finally back to mm -hmm. uh, California and arriving here in Atlanta mm -hmm. in 1995. Okay. Um, and I currently work specifically with the National Centers for Birth Defects and Developmental Disabilities. Oh, so wow. I left the infectious disease side, and, and I'm now on the chronic disease side. Wow, wow. Excellent, excellent, excellent. Now, I mentioned earlier in the intro that you have two children. Stephanie, your daughter, is the oldest, and Miles, your son, is the youngest. Miles is your child with some special needs. Can you share with us um, the specifics of Miles' diagnosis? Yes, Miles has Down syndrome. Miles was diagnosed with Down syndrome two weeks after birth. Mm -hmm. um, he is, and I'm going to shout out for the National yes. Down Syndrome Awareness Month. Uh -huh. We celebrate it every October. Yay. So um, we'd like for all mm -hmm. everyone to be aware sure. of the abilities yes. of individuals with Down syndrome. I love it. Uh, but yes, he was diagnosed with Down syndrome uh, about mm -hmm. two weeks after birth mm -hmm. and has primarily been healthy. Right. The exception is we early on in his life, we dealt with blocked tear ducts mm -hmm. where it resulted in surgery for stents. Mm -hmm. And then um, later uh, addressing his repeated mm -hmm. ear infections sure. that led to um, mm -hmm. a moderate to profound hearing loss. Oh, wow. Okay. Wow. So you right out of the uh, gate, I mean, you got it diagnosed and you were... Um, doing what you needed to do to address physical and other issues. Exactly. Yeah, excellent, excellent, excellent. Now, so going to that, that actually helps me to segue to my next question. I would imagine that having a child with special needs um, would require doctor's appointments and the hospital stays and maybe even being kept home more often from school. Um, how do you handle the issue of uh, miss work days. We're dealing with people. I've talked to someone who was struggling with that, a mom who's struggling with a child with, with some disabilities. How do you handle that? Well, I think the biggest thing is you have to put that it takes a village yes. into practice almost immediately. That really? has to be at the top of your to-do list. Wow. Um, underneath. Mm -hmm. Yes, I understand you have to grieve the loss of right. a kid. Right. Of what you what all your hopes and dreams sure. were, but right after you move past that, mm -hmm. then you you get your to do list together, and at yes. the very top of that list is 
who is going to support me. Wow. This is where you put that. It takes a village yes, absolutely. into play. Absolutely. And um, sometimes we don't want to, I guess the biggest thing I've heard yes. is that we don't want to burden people. I know. And I know. we don't, we don't understand that. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah. you really, it's uh-huh. not a burden, particularly when yes. someone reaches out to you. Right. Exactly. And I chose to believe that someone who asked me yes. to help were genuine. That's right. And I didn't turn anyone but that. That's right. So you were open to the help. And so that's what I would encourage folks to do, to be prepared that you can't and shouldn't believe that you need to or yeah. can do it alone. Oh, yeah. It's too much to do. I mean, that's almost with all children. That's I mean, with all children. We all need a village. Exactly. Yeah, with all that's... children. Yes. But I guess the the um, added element to a kid with yes. a disability yes. is you feel like you got to continually explain it to people. Well, yeah. you got to continually explain, mm-hmm. especially if you got a kid and yes. kids with Down syndrome. Yes. They do have a tendency to be very stubborn. That's okay. not every kid. Right, but, but that is that's general. That's a common yeah. characteristic. Is it really? So and you're so dealing you, with that. Constantly explaining yeah. it to folks where yeah. I've had people tell me yes. the reason, the way to get Miles back into shape yes. is to beat him. Oh my God! And you, someone, even though I'm saying yeah. the village, right. now, your village, yes, you got to screen the folks, right people. Yes, the right people. That's right, right. And and hopefully you have people asking questions. Yes, who in terms to. of how I can support you right. more than being the folks who say, well, you ought to do this. Right, exactly. Do that. Right. Because right. these these are folks who don't understand. Right. They're they're assuming they can't get it. Right. Uh, anyone with an intellectual yes. disability. Yes. Will and can yes. get it. They right. just may not get it at right. the same rate. They may don't need more time. Right. So, so how did that? So you, when you speak of it takes a village, how did that play into helping you with with work, um, with being at work? I mean, I'm sure there were. I mean, even with the like I said, even with parents who whose child children may not have a disability, sometimes kids get sick. I was telling you about. Um, I've got a. Um, a teenager she's in college now she was sick this morning i had to rearrange my schedule around her being ill so but i would imagine that could be more of an issue so the village to how did that come into play were you able to just call people up and say hey well unfortunately i wasn't because i am i don't have family here that's true Right. Family yes. by blood, but yes. I created a family. That's excellent. And so initially I couldn't because yes. then I had to yeah. embrace people sure. known and unknown because mm-hmm. I wasn't I hadn't been here that right, long. Right, right. So, so you had to develop time mm-hmm. and I had to believe that there were people out there who truly wanted to help. Interestingly enough, I had a coworker that had a son with Down syndrome. Oh wow. Five years before I had Miles. Wow. And I saw her struggle. Yes. I saw, she was married, too. Really? And she was just yes. complaining all the time. She yeah. had to do this. So I said, let me help you. Oh, my gosh. She really? said, you don't understand. Oh, wow. And I'm like, what is it that I don't understand? Yeah, right. Because yeah. I saw him as a child right. first. Okay. He didn't, and he didn't have any medical issues. Yes. Now, it, they're, about 40% of the kids with Down syndrome have a heart defect. Oh, really? And so both she and I were fortunate we don't that have the kids with heart. That. There's yeah. another condition called Hirschsprung. Yes. There's a fair high number of kids yeah. in the range of about 20 to 30%. Yes. Where it, it involves the colon. Really? And um, some nerve loss yeah, there. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. you know, they have issues there, right. too. Mm-hmm. Neither one of us had 
And that make, was a blessing. And her son didn't have any. Right. And all saying, my offer was yes. you need to get out with your husband. Right. Go. So it wasn't even really to go to the appointment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was I, just well, get a, get some time off. Exactly. And wow. she would say, Now, you did you have Miles at the time? I did not have Miles. Okay. Wow. Her son yes. was the same age as Steph. So we both okay, right, had, had the older kids. Yeah. Right. When I arrived here in Atlanta, right. my now twenty soon to be twenty five year old wow. year old daughter was five it. months. Oh my old. gosh, she was a baby baby. She was five months yeah. old. Her son yeah. was just yeah. a month younger. Her son was four months old. So these this was a little baby. It you was were a little about. baby, yes. Oh, okay. I so but I yeah. grew up I got yeah. a, I grew up in a family of nine yeah. Yeah. there's ten of us. Yeah. I have six older than me, so yeah. they had kids yeah. before. Yeah, I yeah. Had so you you were underst- you understood babies, right? Yeah. And so uh, yeah. and mo- mainly it was to yeah. go out and hang out with your sure. husband. Sure, okay. She had a t- three year old. Yeah. She was happy to let me watch her three year old. But she had issues with you watching the the baby. And I I don't know if she had had experience with people, and she comes from a large family yeah. here in South yeah. Georgia. Yeah, yeah. They're all in the Atlanta area, so yeah. she had lots of family. Yeah, she had people. And I, but I still didn't see it as one yeah. more. One yeah. more certainly yeah. is a good thing for you. Right. Uh, but she refused, and she said it was because, I one, I didn't understand. Two, she didn't want to burden me. That was the yeah. other See, word that she was used. something we talked about earlier, yeah. I didn't wow. understand it. Yes. Now, five years later, fast forward five years later, yes. I, when they announced to me yeah. that they thought, yes. but they were going to confirm that yes. you might have Down syndrome, yes. she's the first phone number I dialed. Wow. Isn't that funny that you ended up meeting her five years later? Five years later. Wow. And I said to her, yes. um, I I don't know what yeah. I didn't understand then, yeah. but I guarantee yeah, I, I understand, understand it now. now. Wow. Wow. And I felt like I was really, I just, I yes. can't tell you what that meant to have had that experience. Absolutely. It was almost like meeting her at the yeah, time with right. preparation exactly for exactly Isn't and, that funny? and the fact that i also said to yeah, her what yeah. i tell people yes. and what i knew yes you need to surround yourself with people that and can right help. and there was and she was in place when you needed her right uh that's amazing um and so which takes me right into my next question about having a strong network of support and how important that is Um, especially if you're a single mom with um, a child with a special need. Um, And you talked about the kind of support. You talked a little bit about the kind of support you have in place. Do you, um, did you have other caregivers that kicked in, other people? Can you expound on other supports maybe that you had during that time, especially in the early years? Yeah, so, um, you know, sometimes Mm -hmm. there are um, instances where we got to figure out what resources we have. Yeah. Not just people, but right. there were instances when it wasn't always people. Yeah. So I had to prioritize. Yes. I was being a single mom mm-hmm. and having to go to work. Yeah. There were people who said, well, I wouldn't put my child in daycare as early as three months right. old. And I was right. like, people say all but I'm a single parent. I right. got to go to work. Yeah, exactly. And so yeah. I had to do a lot of work trying yeah. to make sure I found the right daycare for him. Right. And that the, you know, that right. he would be really well cared sure, for. Sure, sure. So I was fortunate enough to find the yes. right daycare. Yes. That was also very affordable. Because that's a trick. That's a trick, mm-hmm. especially with kids with special yeah. needs. Right. Because you have to go in there and say they're, they're, they're babies first. 
first. Right. Because then, it, you know, there's this notion that, well, I'm going to have to do this, this, this for him. And yeah. that almost as almost as suggest. Yeah. If I got to do more for this baby, right. this three-month-old, right. and this one, right. then I'm going to have to increase the cost. Right. Not necessarily. Not necessarily. Case. I mean, no. they're all babies. The babies need to be fed. They need to be changed. They need to take naps. And he yeah. needed all that. And I'm right. sure a parent whose kid would yes. have been more fragile right. would have found another place. Right. But right. in that sense, yes. I knew that you... you it's, Call for a paradigm shift. Yes, yes. Thinking maybe differently than our typical kids. Right. Which we said this earlier, yes. they're still all kids. They're all we, kids. You would still scrutinize any place you would send your Absolutely. typical kids. Absolutely. You want to be able to trust that yeah. your kid's going to be safe yes. with or without a disability. Absolutely. Um, so, were there, or, or do you know of, um, I mean, how did you go about the business of finding the right kind of child care for? For miles, I mean, was there some, did you just, was it just, what do you call trial and error? Was it just, or did you have a resource or agency that you worked through? I mean, how does one go about finding that? So I cannot exactly recall how I found mm -hmm. yes. Parent to Parent of Georgia. Okay. But I got to put in a plug for yes. them. Yes, yes. They have an exhaustive database. Really? That um, you can find just about anything there as Excellent. it relates to. Yes. individuals with intellectual and developmental disabilities. Really, I'll make sure I put a link to their um, website on. And uh, I think I just started yeah. there searching really? the database. And his, yes. so his first place yes. where he received daycare was at um, uh -huh. United Cerebral Palsy. Yes. Because they took typical yes. and, yeah, and um, yeah. kids with developmental disabilities. Right. And so it worked out. Wow. And then something happened where I found a neighbor in my, someone in my neighborhood a day. Yes. A, uh, daycare in her yeah. home. Yes. She had to be like six houses over. Oh, no. She's and I think close. it's because I went back yeah. to um, yes. uh, the database, but I also sure. use Quality Care for Kids. Okay, that's good. Because that's also another valuable yeah. resource that's because great. it'll it'll describe the daycare okay. and it will say whether they're yeah. equipped to deal with kids. Wow. With disabilities. And when I say equipped, right. it has more to do with maybe ratio. Right. Not so much that they have to do anything special. Okay, yeah. And that I think you I think it's important to differentiate that because people I think automatically think, Oh, I can't I'm not you know, I can't handle this child. Yeah. yeah. No, I, yeah. I definitely. Yeah. If if yeah. I mean, if someone says that, I yeah. don't know. That's a good place anyway. Oh, right, exactly. Because if, if you don't really do you want to handle any kid, right? Right. Then, yeah, then I don't want my kid there. Yeah, that's a yeah. No that's no. exactly right. So, um, and you've you've uh, talked about this a little bit previously, but how do parents? What tips can you give parents, moms, dads, particularly moms, because you know this is a show about working women. Um, about dealing with the balancing, the stress of working full-time or working outside the home, trying to manage house and home, managing a child, specifically a child with special needs. You spoke about helping your friend um, by taking her child early on uh, so that she could go out with her husband and just have a date. But can you speak to how do you create that balance? I mean, you're a busy woman, but you, but you know... You have to really be, you got to partner with people. Wow. You have Again. to partner with people. Yeah. And even for those that you don't reach out to, that reach out to you, you yeah. have to believe they genuinely want to help. Yes. Don't believe that they're, that you don't want to burden them. Yeah, that's it's the thing. It's all about your child. Wow. It's all about the support that they need. And yes. I really liken it to a yes. car running yeah. on fumes. Wow, exactly. If you don't go to the gas Ooh. station 
to yeah. put gas yeah. in the car, which yeah. is equivalent to getting that yeah. respite. Definitely. That's right. That's right. The car is not going anywhere. Wow. And when you don't get that respite, you are not the best resource for your kid. You right. are the ultimate resource yeah. for your child. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. if you aren't shored yeah. up. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Then yeah. you can't serve your And I, I think that's very important. You know, this is this, is, this isn't necessarily about a special needs child. My mother has been a caretaker for her sister. And um but she's been but she's as you know, being a caretaker is hard work. And she needs a break. She needed a break, but she um has been she feels like nobody can do it like she does it. And I think that you have to be careful about that mentality. Yeah. Because um, you do need help, or yeah. you will burn out. You will burn out, and you then the, out. the very notion that nobody else can do it like you, yes. somebody in fact will have to do it. Exactly, because that will be the case if you end up sick or right. gone or whatever. Right. So I think it's important that women uh, that we hear that that you do need to let someone come alongside of right. you and help you. Um, I want I want to just add sure. too that. You're, you don't want your work to not be important to you, too, because that's balance. Yes. If you, you work, that's where you, yes. that's your sustenance, too. Sure, sure. So you don't want to not be able to do the thing you enjoy. Sure. Or believe that you it's trumping your responsibility for your kid. Yeah. That's where that work-life balance comes yes, in. Yes, yes, yes. What co- creates that balance is yes. going to be different for everyone. Yes. But at least when you are realistic and you can sit down and say, yeah. what are my needs right. and what are the needs for my family, right. then you can go from there sure. and figure out, is it, do I need more people? Maybe right. it's not more people. Yeah. Unfortunately, sometimes there's enough people but not enough financial resources. Definitely. Things like, but there's that you still can, once you know that need is, then you figure out where to go get it. Exactly, exactly. Um, you talked about you know your work and, and having that balance. Do you were you able to go to your employers, uh, wherever you were, to say, "Here's the deal. Um, I'm a package deal. I've got well, I've got two children. First of all, it's not just about Miles. I mean, you had Stephanie too, but but um, but also, but specifically having a child with special needs to say, I need." you know, employers that are going to be, allow me to have some flexibility. Were you able to have that discussion? Should other people be, um, I mean, is that something you would encourage other women to do, to to go to their employers? I mean, that can be scary business. Let's talk a little bit about that. Uh, I would definitely encourage that. Okay. Um, You know, maybe if if there's some Mm-hmm. tension around that that might be where you use somebody yeah. to help you okay. figure out how to approach it but sure. I would definitely encourage that yeah, yeah. I've for me it, it was supportive in both okay. um yes. assignments that really? I've had since okay. I've been in Atlanta yes they know my kids okay it seems like everybody knows everybody's yeah, kids that's there. good that's very and helpful. um you know I didn't I never had to go into any yeah. depth right because I didn't have I didn't feel like I had to really convince them that right okay to, good to do this excellent but I've also mm-hmm. even like now on my little sign outside my yeah. door I yeah. remind them it's National Down Syndrome Awareness okay so month. they yeah so yeah good uh, the world good. syndrome uh, yeah international Down yes. Syndrome World Day on three twenty one I've right. changed my board I was wow the door. okay so yeah this is something that you've embraced and that you've um, shared with them yes. That's excellent. That's excellent. So, 
Uh, you mentioned that, you know, because everybody may not be as, you know, um, comfortable with that. But you mentioned maybe getting someone to help you with the messaging on that. Right. Yeah, because yeah. um, uh, if, if you're a working mom and you and a full time, you know, working individual, you're at some point your employer is going to need to understand that right. I've got to pull away. Yes. And that may not be mm-hmm. as easy in some other settings. Yeah, that depends on and, the job. Um, it, not yeah, everybody's right. is. Yeah, yeah. And so. sometimes on leadership styles of yeah. who you're working with. Yeah. And so I think there's a way to approach yeah. them, yeah. and maybe yeah. you just need some assistance. Yeah, some assistance. And you need to do I love that. that. Um, what kind of things do you think um, employers could do to be more open? Uh, to, as far as helping their employees who have children with special needs. And maybe even just being more open to employees, moms who are full-time working, moms who have children in general. But specifically, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm just fleshing that out. What kinds of things would be helpful as someone who has been walking this walk and on this journey for some kind of, I mean, what kinds of things would you suggest that employers could do to meet their employees halfway in this issue? Well, um, certainly being more flexible about their schedule. Yeah. Uh, and it works better. One thing I did is I also was mindful about my schedule and I would schedule appointments sure. to the greatest extent possible. I tried to make sure that it didn't conflict yes. so that I, was me- I wasn't having all the expectations that they were going right. to provide for, for me you. that I was yeah. going to have. you. Right. right. I was going to make sure they knew that right. I was to the best of my ability right. ensuring that it didn't conflict with right. a meeting right. Right. or a right. Know, right. Or, some or another assignment. Responsibility. So being flexible on both sides yeah. helped. Yeah, that's important. Um, that's today, important. another thing that's really beneficial if it's offered at your job yes. is the ability to telework. This now, is true. Telework does yeah. not mean, and I know in, in my job, yeah. they're very clear. Yes. If you got a, a baby baby. Yeah. They shouldn't be at home with you, oh. but the, here's the flexibility about yes. telework. Yes. It allows you, it, it takes away some of that transportation oh time. Oh my God, yes. It allows you, depending on your proximity to the, mm-hmm. the various appointments, mm-hmm. it cuts down on that, tra- it cuts down on the travel. Sure. It cuts down on the stress of sure. being able to get to where you need to be. Mm-hmm. Generally, in, in instances where a baby, a child is very young, mm-hmm. they're not usually going to be, mm-hmm. telework policies don't necessarily allow the baby to stay home. Okay. But if you have a baby at a care, at a daycare yeah. that's proximal to your house, sure, then you that have also easy access. saves a right. So wow. I want to be real clear about yeah, that. Not okay. to say teleworking me, mom, right. you keep baby right, home. Right, 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 right. No, right. We, not we're required to do training, and the yes. training clearly yes. says. Yes, yes. But... When child, when baby's old enough, yes. and maybe they're school age and sure. they're latchkey, yeah. then that changes because right. they're gone most of the day. Of course. Because you have to imagine baby's not going to be in the office with right. you. That's so right. you shouldn't exactly. expect for them to I be in it. your home office. Okay, so you I need to have make... realistic expectations. Exactly. Yeah. I want to clarify good. that. Yeah, yeah, but when yeah. they're school age, yes. now they come home. Sure, sure. Maybe it's easy access for mom to get the baby off the bus. Sure, that kind um, of thing. Right, There's but times in the day where now you right. can snack, you can yeah. teach them a lot of things right. that you won't be able to do if you've got these long days. That's right. Because independence yes. or interdependence. Right. Because really everybody has interdependence. Right. We need to be Yeah. That it's, it's, yeah. It's, it's, yes. As long as it's symbiotic. Sure, sure, sure. But that's wow. what we're working towards. I love that. I love that. I have a friend. Um, she's the daughter-in-law of a very close friend of mine who does work from home. They have a young child. That the child's not special needs. But it's funny because my, my friend, she, um, she comes in and she does daycare for the mom in the home because mommy is working. Yes. 
So I think it's important to clarify that this is not a free-for-all. Yes, no. And, and my daughter worked with a mm-hmm. family with autism where mom worked at home. Right. And she went in and provided the services because that would now that would add more stress. Right. I mean, there's no balance in that. Right, right, if right, you, right. Particularly the younger the child sure. is. Or maybe when you get to the toddler age, mm-hmm. you're interrupted and yeah. you can't give of your... Of course not. And certainly a, right. you're not being the valued employee that you need to be. Sure, so sure. Just as long as people see that side. Right. You, you want something from your employer. Yeah, but you do need to be realistic exactly. about what you can give exactly. and what they're supposed to be giving. Right. So it's a, it's definitely yeah. achievable. Yeah, it's achievable. I love that. Well, Deidre, our time has flown by, but thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to talk to me. It's been super informative, and I appreciate your willingness to share your wisdom about this subject with our audience. I think it's going to encourage and help a lot of people. Um, If you haven't already done so, I want to encourage you to subscribe to the Working Woman Radio Show at www.workingwomanradiopodcast.com. For more information about upcoming podcasts, you can also go to the Working Woman Radio Show Facebook page and leave a comment because I want to hear from you. God bless and we will see